0: Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGoff. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. I truly appreciate your listening ears. It does not go unnoticed. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting. Should you do it? Why and how? You might find this all over the internet, also referred to as I right? So what that refers to is widening the window from, let's say, dinner to breakfast time, okay? So increasing the amount of time which you're fasting before you break that fast, typically with breakfast. However, this can be done in reverse, right? You could always start a fasting timeline after like a mid-afternoon snack, skip a dinner, and then have your first meal be breakfast. What that typically looks like is you will find people either fasting for 16 hours, 18 hours, 20, or even a 24-hour fast, okay? So very typical is you will find people fasting for 16 hours between um, their last meal in the evening to their first meal the next day, right? So lessening the eating window, if you will. Uh, the idea is that it just naturally decreases your overall caloric intake for the day, which is will obviously create that calorie deficit that you need in order to lose weight. So that's why this has become a huge, huge trend lately is people kind of jumping on the IF wagon. And I wanted to do an episode about it because it is something that clients will bring to my attention a lot and ask, should I be doing intermittent fasting? Should I start doing this? You know, if they feel like their uh, results are either plateauing or maybe just something to do as a jumpstart. Um, Personally, as a coach, when people ask me if they should be doing IF, my answer really is that it depends. And it depends on a few things. One, the type of relationship you already have with food and your overall mindset around dieting. And secondly, why do you feel like you want to do it? Why are you feeling like it is necessary to use? So today, I do want to go kind of over all of these things, so as to help you make a decision on whether this is something you feel like would be a good tool and resource for you to use, and just to kind of give you what I have seen on uh, the back end, <clears throat> excuse me, with people who have used intermittent fasting regularly or as a tool, which is typically how I recommend someone use it if they do decide um, to incorporate it into their lifestyle. So. Let's get back to your overall relationship with food. And this is probably the number one indicator whether or not this is something that you should even try. So in my opinion, IF is not for someone who is constantly dieting. I'm going to go over who this is not for first. It is not for someone looking for quick results. It is not for someone who has an overall poor relationship with food um, as it is. And what I mean by poor relationship with food is um, constantly looking at food as like bad or good or what they should and shouldn't have, uh, restricting a lot of food Uh, groups, whether it's because they heard it was bad or they're just trying it to see if it helps boost their weight loss. Um, Someone who constantly feels bad or good about themselves depending on their food choices, right? I always think it's best to work on dealing and changing these mindset habits before jumping on the next fad diet, whether it's IF, keto, uh, Mediterranean diet, juices, cleanses, those are not things that people should be using as tools if they already have a poor mindset and relationship with food. Because in the end, nothing is going to really fix that, right? So that's the first thing to consider. And then the second question I always ask is why? Why did this come to your attention? Why do you, um why does this seem appealing to you? Do you want to do <clears throat> excuse me. Do you want to do IF? because you're looking for the next thing, the thing that will be the solution for you? Did you hear that people are having amazing results on it and you're thinking this is also going to solve your weight loss uh, problems and this is going to be the solution to your weight loss? If that's the case, if you're going into it with something like that, I would also caution you to avoid Starting to integrate something like intermittent fasting into your um, overall lifestyle. It's not magic. Nothing is. So that's first and foremost. Also, if you do decide to try intermittent fasting, no matter what, you have to be aware and pay attention to how it's making you feel, not just paying attention to your hunger, energy, and cravings, but what that is doing for your mindset. So for example, what I mean by that, if you are incorporating this into your lifestyle and you find yourself using it as a way to restrict calories during the day so that you can overeat, indulge at night, or maybe it is triggering you to overindulge and overeat later in the day then this is completely defeating the purpose. And I don't want you beating yourself up about that, but more so just realizing that it is not the tool and resource for you. So I do hear this a lot. It's like, well, I'm going to do fasting in the morning because I'm going out with girlfriends later, or I'm going to a party later. It's like, well... We should be learning how to balance our meals and our nutrition around social events and how to be able to control ourselves when we are out with friends, out at parties, and not use it as a tool to just like, well, I'm not going to eat in the first half of the day because I just am already planning on overeating later in the day, right? That's not getting you closer to living an overall healthier lifestyle. And I think that's important to recognize that. Is this acting as a tool? Is it helping or is it hurting your overall mindset around food, right? And just in general on your weight loss journey. With that being said, if you are someone who does already have a healthy relationship with food, IF can be a great tool. Now, the key word is tool. It's something that we use when needed, and it's not the end-all, be-all solution, okay? So for example, I will personally use intermittent fasting when we travel as a family. So I'll give you an example. In the winter, when we go skiing, typically we stay at a hotel um, and we get to the, the mountains pretty early in the morning. And, you know, the hotel usually serves some sort of like continental breakfast with like bagels and pastries and muffins and, you know, pop tarts and cereal and, you know, things of that nature. And because I know we're going to be active all day, and that's not typically the way I like to eat, And I also know that we are going to be eating out for every single meal while we're away. We're going to be having lunch at the tavern. We're going to go out for dinner. I will avoid having the continental breakfast fast for the morning until we stop and take our first break of skiing at lunch, not because I am planning on overeating, but just naturally probably going to consume more calories than I normally would if I was home making my own meals, right? And because we're staying so busy and active, it's not like my focus is on, you know, being hungry or I'm thinking about food during that time. It feels natural to get up, you know, have my cup of coffee while I go downstairs, maybe grab the kids some bagels or whatever that is down there and then we head off to the mountains and then i have my first meal at lunch so i will use it as a tool in those instances when i know that like well i have no other option other than to eat out at restaurants or we're going out for takeout or whatever throughout the time here right so i will use it and again it's i'm being i'm using it as a tool not as you know, the solution, right? I'm using it so that by the end of the weekend, I don't feel like I overdid it with all of the dining out. So hopefully that makes sense for you. Another reason for only using it as a tool here and there is that we have to keep in mind that our metabolism adapts. Our metabolism is adaptive. So, If you're restricting your calories, naturally cutting back on your overall calorie consumption for the day through intermittent fasting, and you are doing this, I'm like totally making up these numbers here, but let's just say, for example, it is helping you, um, I don't know, cut back your calories from 2,000 calories a day to 1,600 calories a day, right? Let's just, I'm just making these numbers up fine, you're obviously going to see some results, right? Because you are putting yourself in a calorie deficit bigger than what you had before. So in order to have weight loss, in order to see some fat loss, there needs to be a calorie deficit. This is what we know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Great, but if you continue to constantly do if and continue to constantly now eat, let's say, about 1,600 calories a day, eventually your metabolism is going to adapt to that. Eventually, you are going to stop seeing those results. So then what happens? Then you have to create a bigger deficit. Then if you're already only eating, you know, let's say, in a six-hour window or only eating two meals a day or maybe two meals and a snack, now how do you create a bigger deficit? Are you adding more exercise? Are you taking something else out of your diet regularly? Are you restricting a food group? Are you creating a bigger fasting window? Do you see what I'm where I'm going with this? And if you, especially if you have Um, are on a big weight loss journey, yes, it's important to create a calorie deficit. However, if you stick to using it as a lifestyle rather than as a tool, maybe using it for two weeks at a time or when you're on vacation, Your metabolism will eventually adapt to that, and then you will be forced to create a bigger deficit in order to continue to see results. And we don't want that, right? We don't want to feel like we're constantly chasing our tails, that we're constantly creating a bigger deficit. We want to work on creating a healthy, balanced lifestyle that is also getting us weight loss and the goals we want, but to do it in a way that feels sustainable. And eventually that's not going to feel sustainable. So what I've seen with a lot of clients who uh, started doing IF have been doing it for years, they're at a point where they're either barely eating and barely taking in calories, and what they are eating is not quality foods because really what they were focusing on when they were doing it was just restricting that eating window, that now they're at a point where they've hit a complete plateau, plateau, no weight loss whatsoever, and they feel like they're barely eating. Now, this is a huge mindset hurdle to get over because as a coach now, I have to convince them that the way to lose weight and to get where they want to go is to actually add more food back into their diet. That's really hard for someone to wrap their mind around when they have been restricting for so long, when they have been avoiding, you know, eating before 1 p.m. or 12 p.m. or whatever that window is for them, right? So But what happens is when you do it for so long, their metabolism has adapted. So now they, you know, don't eat their first meal until 12, 1, sometimes even 2 p.m. And yet you would think, but they're eating so little, why aren't they losing weight? It's because their metabolism has adapted. That's why I like things like intermittent fasting as a tool. Maybe even something I might recommend a client do for two weeks at a time, but not something to do on the regular right so that's actually all i have for you guys today i hope that helps answer some questions on why and when it can be helpful and also help you kind of be a little bit more aware that if you are using this on your journey at all. Um, so be mindful of how it's making you feel. You know, do you find yourself wanting to eat all the food once you are, um, I guess, able to eat within your window? Do, is it making you, is it triggering you to actually overconsume when you are eating? Or are you able to still have some balanced meals? Um, able to get in enough protein during your eating window. Because if the answer is no, then you're really defeating the whole purpose of it. So just something to keep in mind, my friends, I'm always about um, you working towards stronger, healthier, and happier. And obviously, there's lots of different ways to get there. If you have any questions about IF or other fad diets that you're thinking may or may not be for you, feel free to reach out. You can Always join the Making Fit Work community on Facebook or hit me up on all any of the social platforms at fitwith underscore Nina. Thank you again so much for listening. I always appreciate your listening ears. And if you have any topic suggestions for me, I would love to hear them because this is for you. And I just want to make sure that I'm providing content that you guys find helpful in your personal journey. Uh, Until next time, chat soon. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.